Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Bullshit Propaganda. My name is Sebastian Raj. And my name is Zoe and we are your hosts. If you've never listened to the podcast before, well, welcome. The whole premise here is to question the ideas and concepts a lot of us have grown up with and accepted as facts. To have an open discussion, redefine what's normal, and you know, just calling bullshit. <laughs> so now we're in episode three of season two. Woo! How did we get here? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Whoa. Um, so today we're talking about dating. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you guys really want to date Suba, just okay, send stop. applications to me. <laughs> We haven't got any applicants yet, but you know, we're still looking. I mean, so far, episode one's only got like eight listens, <laughs> as far as I know. So, um, what are you doing? Go listen to that. Yeah, go listen to everything we have. Episode two should be up now, too. Yeah, so t- let us know how you think. Uh, what do you think about our astrology bramble? A ramble? Yeah, that'll bramble? be fun. Bramble, yes. I'm pretty sure bramble is like English. some kind of like forest yeah, yeah, yeah. plumage. Yeah, yeah, it's a forest. Yeah, it's a woods thing. <laughs> wow. Ooh, go. Well, today we're talking about dating. As you can tell from the title, we're calling bullshit on the idea that men have to pay the bill. Ooh, dang. But, but wider than that, we also want to question the age-old concept that men have to make the first move. Well, at least in a hetero relationship. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The conversation obviously will become slightly different, just slightly, (laughs) in some um, same-sex relationships or, you know, whatever other gender someone might identify as. Though I think the idea may prevail, the expectation that the more masculine presenting a person of the couple might be expected to make the first move. Mm -hmm. Well, that's if, you know, your your relationship still has someone who's, you know... Masculine. Yeah, masculine. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think the idea still stands there that we are expected or men are expected or masculine people are expected to pick up the tab, to make the first move, to... You know, just be the person who shows more interest. I think we'll get to that in a bit, but I think this should be an interesting one. It's going to be so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should start about our own preferences and experiences. Like, do you prefer when the other person makes the first move? Ooh, I think we covered this in episode Yeah, you, you're air, you're fire ass. <laughs> ah, um, okay, so it's, I think... As I'm growing older, and especially because now I'm finally back on the dating scene, like, sort of, I actually think that, I don't know if I stand by what I said on episode one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just funny, because, like, I think I used to think that um, if, so- if someone else made the first move, obviously, my instant a guy, instance a guy, made the first move, that would turn me off, but... I'm kind of learning, I think from, you know, being ghosted on and, you know, just guys being really fucking immature in Malaysia or just, you know, guys our age being really fucking immature. I'm now really, really appreciating someone who makes the effort, not just to make the first move. I think that's easy. Like making the first move is whatever. You can say hi, you can say something funny, witty. That's not difficult. I do it all the time. I mean, if I'm on Bumble, I make the first move pretty much every time. But keeping it going someone who like once the conversation ends will then send a morning text or an afternoon text just like being like 
good morning or good afternoon to like start they actually the yeah they, they want they initiate the conversation basically yeah I, anyone appreciates that like no one wants to feel like they're doing all the work because yeah. then you're gonna feel like you're not wanted and all mm-hmm. that and not to call out all my exes if you're ever listening to this who are like mostly i'm friends Thank with you. still next <laughs> i'm still friends with most of them but um i felt that for most of my like older relationships i think i had to make a lot of the initiative and i guess i'm finally grown and sick of that and i want to you know be appreciated for a change i guess fair fair i mean like me personally i am uh i mean i i look like i would make the first move but i am a shy anxious little fuck who who i will be like hi my name is zoe hi my name is zoe hi my name is zoe and i'll be like hi zoe my name <laughs> like, oh. zoe yes that's it my zoe is name <laughs> yeah but like okay to be fair with women or female presenting people i usually do make the first move i usually like cry about it like three years later but yeah with men like i'm not gonna lie like i grew up in a society where men were expected to make the first move and i mean i do like playing along with it but there is that some that little gratification when a man like says he likes you first i don't know maybe it's because i feel i have got really bad like attachment and commitment issues so i don't want to be the one that goes i love you first because i feel like i'll be the one vulnerable and i don't want to be put in that position i am just a hot mess (laughs) but you found someone so (laughs) i did i did and it's a nice balance between us like i do make the first move he will he will argue about that all the time but the thing is like making the first move sometimes isn't verbal Mm -hmm. it's like it's like creating the scene acting out a certain way yeah and like kind of cueing him to be like thinking it's his idea yeah basically that's the the traditional um way of doing things yeah i guess the female way yeah the, (laughs) the traditional way of doing things which is yeah, we all say, oh, the guy make, has to make the first move, or the guys think that too. But a lot of the times, the girl kind of, you know, signals it in some way or other. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, either very, you know, like, just, you know, looking at you, making eye contact, or, you know, telling your friend that they like you, or something. Oh my know. god, I've shown back to fucking high school. I'm just <laughs> like, okay, could you, like, find out if, like, he has a crush on me and just kind of slip it in? Like, don't be, like, sus at all. It's like... Yeah. Just like slide it in. Yeah, yeah. Very high school. Sometimes, I mean, to be fair, that wasn't the worst thing to do, is it? Like, it's still quite a viable option. Yeah, it's like I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be the weirdo that everyone's going like, oh, like I have a crush on you. He's like, no. I'm like, oh, fuck that. The amount of times that's happened to me. Exactly. So it's good to build your information. So when it happens, it'll be like, oh, what a surprise! I did not see this coming. You like me too. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I mean, obviously we're here not to kind of propagate or keep this kind of narrative going. It's okay if you are, you know, comfortable with the guy making the first move or if you're the girl and you want to make the first move. And that's what we want to talk about is, is it, is it like, is it one way or the other? Is it, does it have to be that the guy makes the first move? Are we finally progressing as a society and kicking aside gender norms? Let's let's talk about it. I feel like this is actual proof that how much it even affects us. Like we try our best to separate ourselves from like the bullshit on societal norms and all that. And still a part of us is just like, yeah, I do kinda like it. Is it really out preference or is it just what's been like yeah you know pushed into our brain? Exactly. It, it really like mind fucks me. Yeah, it really does. Like, um because 
and I think about this for so many other things as well. It's like where do where does me Suba end and social propaganda? Oh start? my god, yes. Like, am I me? Like, I went on a trip recently where I just had to. I was just sitting in a corner, being like, "Am I actually a person or just like the sum of just societal norms?" And trying to break free from them. I guess yeah. the breaking free is what makes you what you are. But are you breaking free because, you know, it's the cool thing to do nowadays? Exactly. Even the breaking free and then the, the choice you make as you're breaking free, like the new choice that you're making, is that still just you or another societal norm? Exactly. Maybe a, a you know, smaller group of society. Like, that's what you're picking, right? Yes. Um, so it, it's a mindfuck. Um, yeah, and like, I feel welcome, like... Welcome I'll, to our trippy mind. I feel like every generation... <laughs> has this thing where they want to go against the system in one way or another. Yeah. And this is, could this just be our generation's way of doing it? And don't get me wrong, I love it. Yeah. But it really gets me thinking, like, are my thoughts really my own? Mm-hmm. Or am I subconsciously being influenced? Yeah, and I guess neither one is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the other thing is because, I mean, where, how can you stop being influenced? Go live in isolation? I guess, but then you'd go crazy and you hear voices everywhere. So that's like... Yeah. Which then might still influence you at the end exactly, of the day. Exactly. <laughs> like, something's going to influence you. You want to see, like, you know, a little bird talking to you one day and be like, what the fuck? No, bird taught me something. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, coming back to all of this, um, I guess we want to talk about why this kind of um, narrative could be a problem. Is it a problem? Um, both for men and for women. Mm-hmm. So why... I think uh, let's start with men because we're always coming from a female perspective. Um, why could it be a problem for men to be expected to always make the first move to pay the bill, yada, yada, yada? I mean, like, it puts a lot of like pressure on men. Like, for example, like, the paying the bill, having a stable job, having your house ready before you marry someone. Like, women aren't expected to do that as much as men are. And so it's a lot of pressure on the man and they can it can lead to depression. Like imagine having to work and like someone's always telling you in your head, oh, you're not good enough. You're not providing enough. You're not Absolutely. rich enough. And that's why the male suicidal rate is so high. Part of it, for sure. Like so much pressure is put on men. And if you're a guy out there, you know, you just call at us. Comment on this post or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just and like... And say how you feel. Um, this is a safe space. Yeah, and the worst part is, like, when some girls shame guys for not doing that. Like, we've all seen so many posts where girls shame guys, like, oh, you only got us tap water and not Evian. Oh, you're not earning this much of money. Oh, you're not driving this car. How can I date you if I'm not using this car? Like, I feel so bad for any man that's had to go through that. I Yeah, I hate that. I hate... I also hate what that's done for most girls because guys then think that all girls are high-maintenance and like expect these things and I'm like oh my god honey especially to my guy friends I'm like oh my god honey you've been meeting the wrong people not the wrong people but there are other people honestly it is the wrong people it is the wrong people who have, I mean like I'm not saying these people are just wholly bad it's just that's how they've grown up mm-hmm. thinking that this is what the man is supposed to do for yeah. them it's and, an unfair perspective to have yeah it's unfair no one literally wants to think that way no, it's just they do think that way because they've been used to it and here's the thing and I think comes back we're coming back to what we were saying how like no matter how progressive both of us are, we still kind of hold on to some of those things. I do sometimes where like, I don't, I always go Dutch as much as I can. Oh yeah, or for I'll, sure. If, if you pay this time, I'll pay next time. Because I think that's kind of cute to like, be like, oh, I'll pay next time, which means like there's going to be another date. Or oh not, yeah, like, I, I agree. I agree. I always like, I, my heart little flitters a little bit whenever <laughs> I say, oh yeah, I'll pay next time. I'm like, oh 
Oh, you like me that much? You want to see me again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And I think that's a subtle way of like, again, a girl making a first move, quote unquote, without saying, oh, let's go on another date. Oh, for me, I'm the kind of person, like, after that first day, I'll be like, so, when we're hanging out again, like, I don't mind making the first move after then, because, like, then my vulnerability is like, see, he already asked you on a date, so that means it's fine for you to ask him on a date. Uh, But, like, I have asked people on a date for the first time. Um, But, like, I... I, w- I want to say going Dutch is good, but I've been in a relationship for almost four years and both he and I have had good and bad times. And mm-hmm. that's a huge part of being in a relationship that understanding that sometimes he may not be able to go Dutch or you may not be able to go Dutch. And having a partner that understands, okay, you are going through a hard time right now and I am not. So if I want to do nice things for you, that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if someone's like just got their paycheck or a bonus and they want to treat you or your bir- it's your birthday and they want to treat you or they just feel... Like there are days I just want to like, like take my friends out for food or something. Like yeah, I'll you just want to be nice. Ice cream because I just feel like it. Um, obviously, all of that is fine. But yeah, like relieve some pressure off the other person for sure and communicate. Communication but, is so important. Yeah. But what I was trying to say is that I still sometimes hold a bit of like, I try and obviously work through it um, actively, but um, subconsciously or passively, I still have a bit of like, I'm less attracted to a man who doesn't like have his shit together financially, or at least like as much as me. Like be broke, but be broke as much as me, not less than me. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Which like... Which is so unfair, and I wish it wasn't that way, and I'm working on it, and I, tru- I truly do try and catch it every time I can see it coming up in my head and be like, no, no, question why that's happening, and then are you still okay with it? If you are, if you're not, then proceed as appropriate. And I think that's all you can ask of anyone yeah i get that like i feel like it makes sense not wanting to you know date someone who's broke but i feel what i do personally is i look at them and i'm just like are they broke because they want to be or are they going to try and work themselves out of the situation because i don't want to be with someone who's going to be like leeching off my success not saying that girls you should leech off guys as well but it should be a partnership mm-hmm. you should be you're not supposed to be what's the word uh, dependent on each other mm-hmm. you're your own person you're not just you should be able to survive without each other i'm Absolutely. not saying yeah. yeah 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 so like if this person if he had the opportunity or she or they have the opportunity to pull themselves out and would they keep working towards it then i think that's more of their personality that's that's absolutely true because yeah that's the other thing ambition not just ambition but having a sense of purpose just and being real trying, in a way yeah just trying at life yeah if you're try. just gonna sit and be a bum then that's not attractive to me yeah and something i also can't stand is when people are like oh that's an opportunity but it's not the opportunity i want hmm i think that depends so if you already have a job if you already have you know you're doing uni like you have something on your plate then you want to be selective not me when you have nothing oh then that's not yeah like i mean obviously i can't speak for every circumstance but generally i agree with you for sure like yeah if you've got nothing going on you're complaining constantly oh bro i got no money i got nothing i need a job and then suddenly comes along that is you know sort of something you could do it's something do it yeah like and something do else could come off it yeah and it gives you and look at it like it's money like that's what i would do as a person as well like i'm not gonna be a i'm not i'm if yeah. I'm a beggar, I'm not going to pick and choose. Yeah. I'm going to take whatever comes my way until I can afford to have more options. Exactly. I mean, like, that's how sad capitalism is, but, like, it's the truth of the matter. Yeah. I mean, you got, you had a... Like, we, I think we said this before in episode one. You have to work the system, unfortunately. Yeah. But beyond, you know, capitalism and all that stuff, it's just, it's just nice to see someone try at life. 
Because that, yeah. that makes them their whole person. That's what makes someone, someone attractive as well. It's like, if you have your own interests, you have your own passions. Seeing someone who's passionate about anything, that's a fucking turn on. Yeah, that's my type as well. Like, and my partners as well, we've talked about it. Like, we want people with ambition. We want people who you'll know, like, they have their dreams and they will take the necessary steps to do it. Not just dream and sit there. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Because that's not, like... That's not going to be very productive. No. I don't know. Ambition is a funny word to me because I think a lot of people, like, immediately go, oh, gold digger. But no, because, first of all, I'm not big on ambition. I don't really have, like, a set ambition. That's not my thing. But I'm one for constantly working to better yourself, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Because... That's, that's more me. Like, you like ambition? Obviously, that's cool. And, like, I, I look up to people like that. Yeah, that's I just my type. That. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying it's right or wrong to no. agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, like, a person that's just, like, I want to see you have goals, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I like driven people. And if you don't like people who, you know, if that's not, like, high on a criteria list, that's that's, that's what fun. a type is. Yeah, and, you know, people are different. You can't expect everyone to be driven and ambitious because then we'd all be friggin' robots like we'd all be the same and that's that's just boring when i say ambition i don't mean like oh i have to be an astronaut it's just like you know like sometimes you want to be mediocre like you're happy i'm happy in my secretary job i just want to do better i want someone who's like you know they have a passion for life in a way you know whatever that might mean yeah um and i think um we kind of covered this by now it's like why this is bad for women is that you know again for men and women they they can become dependent which is obviously not great. Mm-hmm. And I think it also creates, again, unre- like it keeps sucking us down into gender norms and patterns that we are trying to get out of. The fact that, you know, men should provide, men should make the first move. Like, then, you know, we are constantly saying it's okay or it's women should be shy, women should be reserved, women should be um, ashamed or feel like, reserved about their sexuality or their sensuality yeah that's where it kind of gets like bad for women because women who are who are up up front and loud about their sexuality who don't mind making the first move are seen as sluts which is what you know most slut shaming is literally based on right mm-hmm. now like if i wanted to post a picture like how many times have i posted like a picture in like let's say like a crop top dude people have literally sent those photos to my parents Dude, it's so normal. It's so freaking normal for um, Indian or brown parents or Asian parents um, to get stuff like that. I've had friends that has happened to me once. When my someone sent an Instagram post of mine to my mom, and my mom was like, um, "I think you better not like post that picture." Now, I think I was just in a sports bra and I was talking about like body image issues and stuff. I find it so dumb. Like, why are you sexualizing this so much? Like, if I feel cute in a bralette and pants, it's a photo on my Instagram. Yeah. And I'm choosing, like, I am an adult. I know the consequences of yes. me putting up a quote-unquote raunchy It's a sports bra. I know, I know. Meanwhile, men be running in a speedo on the beach taking photos and that's fine. Hell, I've seen so many videos of men run, running naked through universities. Oh my god, streaking, right? Oh my god. And it's girl so- streaks. Um, and she gets caught or, you know, something leaks, gone. That's if her, a new, her if life a, is gone. If a girl's nudes leak, not even from, her, like, her friends, like, someone wants to do revenge porn, her life gets ruined. It's just, like... Exactly. And if, a, if it's a guy's, nothing. But... It's a joke. It's literally a joke to them. Yeah. We digress, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think, actually, this also 
feeds into um, something I've talked about before, something I'm very passionate about, yes, is that um, it, go, it perpetuates the problem um, we seem to have with direct communication. Like, like I think Joey mentioned it, if someone is direct, we call them a slut, and what someone being direct is just direct like communication yes like why are we shaming communication right where it comes like where it's literally gone to the point where people are like when, when people communicate what they want in sex or I'll say is this okay it's considered not sexy how it's fucking sexy ask for consent yes people who are just like communication is dumb i just want to take that shit honey if if you say is this okay Ruin sex? You're not that good at sex. I'm sorry to break or it to you. communication. <laughs> yeah, so please work on those things in, inside and outside of the yeah. room. I mean, I also mean this, obviously, like for first dates, um, especially the first few dates. If you directly just ask a guy, again, guy-girl relationship or masculine-feminine relationship, if the feminine person asks the guy or the masculine person, um, can we, like, uh, how is, like, just anything, just mm-hmm. being direct. And that's taken off, taken out, come out, comes out as rude, comes out as, um, what's the word, scary, mm-hmm. um, too confrontational, um, just scares them off, basically, which means guys are fucking idiots, apparently. Yeah, but you can ask, speaking of, like, first dates and everything, girls, you know how sexy it is when a guy says, I really want to kiss you now. Oh, oh my yes. God. Yes. <laughs> it is so, and then, like, oh, you kind of have that choice. Like, like I really want to kiss you now. And, like, you have the choice to be like, then why don't you? And, like, it's oh, so sexy. It. Oh, my God. Love it. I know some people say that. Like, oh, I'm, I find even can I kiss you now? Like, there's a question. Super fucking sexy. Yes. And I know people think that's not. And I'm like... Dude, it is so sexy. You just got to know how to say it. But it's skill. just, like, flirting. Yeah. Here's my question, though. And, guys, if you're listening, please let us know what, you, what the answer would be, uh, you know, for you. Is what happens if the girl asks? Um, like, can well maybe not. Can I kiss you? But maybe it's it's you know she says do you would you want to kiss me now or something like that. Yeah. How would that be construed? And be honest. Like really ask yourself, put yourself in that position because I know most guys would be like, oh my god, that would be amazing. That would take away so much pressure. But no, stop for a while. Put yourself in that position and really, really ask yourself, would you be okay with that or would that turn you off a little bit? Actually, another thing, like, oh, instead of turning you off, would it just make her look easy to you? Or scary. Yeah, easy. It'd just be like, oh, yeah, it's a one-night thing because she's direct and all that. Like, oh. would it just ruin, like, the relationship sense? Because yeah, exactly. I've heard that from other guys. Like, yeah. I mostly hang with guys. A lot of guys are like, oh, I love it when the girl makes her first move. They see it. But sometimes, I usually notice it, that I never see the girl after that. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys say this, and I think, yeah, we're getting to that, where... I've, again, so many guy friends, I, because I make the first move a lot in the sense of like, I will, if I've been speaking to someone for a while or like, you know, just like kind of vibing with someone for a while and then I just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to ask if they haven't asked already. And a lot of times it won't, yeah, it won't go past like the first date, even if that or second or third date at most. And so from my experience, it seemed like guys don't really like girls who are direct. So I asked my guy friends, and they were all like, no, that would be amazing. Like, oh my god, that would be so good. Yeah, I would think that's good. Like, if I already find the girl attractive, I have no issue with that. But I was like, are you, are you, like, are you sure? Because all you guys seem to think that and say that. Like, you romanticize the idea, but when it really happens to you, so many of you 
aren't okay with it and is that something you might need to think about and uh, dissect for yourselves i have a theory that doesn't just scare some it might scare some people off like being direct but like i said earlier i think it may just make them look at this person like oh yeah she's easy she just wants sex it's just being this open. So ask yourself that too, guys. Like, are you scared? Or are you like, do you just think she's easy? You just like, you know, it's easy sex. Like, I've all my guy friends have said like, you'll never turn down sex. I've heard every guy say that. I don't know how true it is, but there's just the words that come out of their mouths. Yeah. So like, they'll be like, oh yeah. And like a girl who's, you know, direct is usually confident in sexuality and wouldn't mind having sex. And then the guy's just like, oh, done. Not wife material. That's so oh, annoying. I hate that! I That's hate that statement standard. so much. That's Not wife double mit- fucking standards. So you want to fuck, but when a girl also wants to fuck, you don't want to keep fucking her. No, they want a girl who wants to fuck, but it's like. like but shy about it. Shy about it. Just like acting like you know she's not had anyone else. Bull fucking shit, guys. Bull fucking shit. It's all I have to say to that. Yeah, but if you guys are different, I really hope so, and I stand by you. You guys yes. are great. And keep talking to your friends about, you know... Consent. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to... So anyway, so a lot of girls argue that the guys are like the chase, and I find that, like, that's the case with a lot of guys, especially who are early in their 20s, maybe mid-20s. They love playing the hard-to-get thing before they feel like they're ready to settle down. They love playing games. In my experience as well, like, they like playing games until they realize they're going to lose someone they care about and it's not on their terms. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to play the game, but, like, the game gets tiring. It does. And I think this comes, to me at least, to the age thing. As for me, now that I'm mid- my mid-20s, almost my late 20s, I know that's still young to a lot of people, but... I'm so fucking over the game. Wait, aren't you 25? Yeah. That's not... You're still in your mid-20s. Yeah. 27's your late 20s. 26 is your late 20s. <laughs> 27! Okay, 27 <laughs> is your late 20s. So I'm still my mid-20s, okay? Never <laughs> <laughs> you learn, people. I learned something new today. Cool. Um, what was I saying? Wow, thank I'm you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, talking about the chase and your experience with it and having yeah, your age... So- I mean, I've never really bought into the chase. I'm just not the kind of person, I suppose. Um, it's fun. It's fun to flirt. It's fun to like have that, you know, back and forth for a while. But after like a certain point, I just want to know, are you interested? Are you not? Beyond that, what we are, all that, that can still be sort of a chase or like a flirting game. But are you in this? Are you not? Like... I am I supposed to? Be, I so I can know how much effort I'm supposed to be making. Yes, communicate. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Girls aren't girls who ask, "Are you interested?" Aren't asking for a ring or like the title boyfriend girlfriend right no. away. They just want to know whether this is worth my time. Worth my time. Worth my effort. Or is it just like banter? Basically, yeah. Like I just want to know where you're coming from because you're a completely different human being. I can read your mind. Exactly. Like I. I, my expectations, the way I think, first of all, my gender, completely different the way we think. Second of all, even if it's not that, we're just different people. We've had different experiences. You have a different past from me. I have a different past. And so I, I can't tell what your casual means. I, don't, I can't tell what your let's see where this goes means. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. So, and if you want to, like, if you literally just want like a one night stand or it's like a friends with benefits relationship, just, um, just say it. If she's down, she's down. If she's not, she's not. And, I, and don't try and, don't try and like 
trick your way into it, but because why the fuck would you want to do that to a girl who doesn't want it? Yeah, also, how would you feel if someone did that to you? Yeah, most of the times, like, every time something like that happens to a guy, they always, I, like, heard about it afterwards. Of course you're gonna be hurt, baby. Like, no one likes being played. No one likes being lied to. Yeah, and why do you assume that a girl's gonna say no to a casual relationship? Yeah, you never know whether she'll be up for it. You're just so scared you're gonna lose this girl. But stop making her into what you want her to be. She's her own person. And this goes the other way around. Any Absolutely. Girl do this. So many girls control, quote unquote, control guys. Actually, not even quote unquote. Oh my God. Just control guys. Oh my God. So I do, many I, of my guy friends have I recently did a TikTok trend. And basically, it's like, put your finger down. Like, if you like, let your man do this. Or if you let your man be in a photo with other girls. If you let your man have female friends. What? If you let your man, like read your dms oh. and shit like that it was just so like would you let your ma- man go up for a night with the boys and i'm just like that is first of all who are you to let anyone do anything yeah you are not there don't even their parents are allowed to do that to that extent no and if you like if, if it's a relationship in this context then if there's no trust then what the fuck are you in it for exactly and it's just like don't project your past experiences on this new relationship oh, like that's a good one yeah, yeah absolutely yeah especially on a first date everyone could be insecure like a guy and a girl they're always like oh my ex did this my ex did that you have to remember this is a whole new person it's okay to be wary but do not just assume that this person is gonna like you know do the same things your ex did or another person did to you because they are not this person mm-hmm. yeah so kind of coming back to the girl being shy not making the first move and that being more um, preferable forever for whichever reason it might be um i i also kind of wonder like doesn't there come a point somewhere down the line if it turns into a relationship where the quote-unquote coyness or the shyness is you know just a charade that someone's gonna put on for the chase and the game and then that has to go away yeah like- you have to now become the person that you are meant to be the you know i'm not meant to be sorry the person that you, you are. are and you're no longer now playing the role of the alpha male on one side and the submissive, docile female on the other side. What happens then? Yeah, but the thing is, like, with relationships, it's so common with the honeymoon phase. Like, I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if this is a fact already, but, like, the common thing to say is, like, in six months, that's the longest time you can keep up a charade. It's a longer time you can, you know, keep living this lie. And after six months, your true colors come out. And usually this is where all the major fights happen and I know that I realized that in most of my relationships after the six month mark max that was when all the fights broke out because we tolerated each other shit for so long and never said anything about it because you know honeymoon phase I love them so much I love him no matter what six months is when you get tired of that shit so the best thing to do in my opinion like after being in relationships and having one that succeeded basically <laughs> um, is that be upfront because there's gonna be less bullshit to deal with in the six months communicate i know you're gonna be like yeah i love them so much you know yeah you can love someone and not like them sometimes yeah like trust me like my boyfriend and i don't get along all the time like we have our issues but i love him mm-hmm. it's he supports me we agree we're two different people we're gonna disagree hell he's yeah. a cancer yeah, i'm a cancer and he's a virgo you know like <laughs> if y'all know virgos <laughs> water and air Okay, yeah, cancer is water, and man, we're sensitive little fucks who don't really think things logically. We think we're at our emotions and our heart, and the Virgos would be like, that's not logical. Mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. that has like seventy eight percent chance of failure. So don't go don't go with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if it, if it works, it works. And plus, like we said before, there's a whole fucking chart. Oh that. yeah, like so. honest. But to be honest, Virgo and Cancer are considered a power couple. So like, and they are. Hello, <laughs> we did it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we are so insane. We are. Um. So when I was researching this topic. Oh, I think I just went really far from the mic, sorry. Um, when I was researching this topic, just a little, um, like I ever research anything, but I tried. I tried. Um, it's just, just the fire signs in you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I did come across a blog article that had this excerpt in it. And just a caveat, most of the blog articles when I kind of put in, um, does the guy make the first move, uh, most of them were sexist. Um, most of them were from men or from women who were just sick and tired but also accepting of the rhetoric i am rolling my eyes so hard right now yes yes Zoe is. and so the excerpt from the article was that um women are instinctively attracted to men who have the balls to make a move and go after what they want if women rewarded shy fearful insecure self-doubting men with sex the human race would gradually lose its strength. Okay, hold up. Can we just talk about how he phrased it as we reward men with sex? I know. I don't know why that just sits so wrong with that me. That is so fucking messed up. First of all, why is the end result always just sex? Like, don't you guys have any vision beyond sex? Is that it? Is that the end of the road for you guys? Like, sex always exists no matter what. You can always fucking have sex, but relationships and communication and just connecting with someone, having someone to, you know, have cook with and go do fun stuff with also the build up between sex like before and after all that like the little bits where you touch each other or you almost touch each other all that tension that's all super fun at least to me am I just sounding really no no no, no I agree with you like honestly that's the best part of being in a relationship sometimes but like I'm looking at this and what he compares it's not mutually exclusive like having the balls to make a move and go after they want after what they want and being shy, fearful, insecure, self-doubting, it's not mutually exclusive. No. Like... A guy can be super forward and be confident, quote-unquote, in that way, but then have so many other insecurities. Oh, yeah. Insecurities is such a normal thing for a human being to feel. And that's where more pressure goes on men, where they're reading this, they'd be like, oh, m- women want, peop- want men who don't say what they're feeling, who don't feel it. Again, leading to the suicidal rates of men being sky-high. So you can, I personally do find someone who goes after what they want attractive. But also I like someone that. who's vulnerable. Yes. Because not not they, vulnerable. I mean, like, vulnerability is vulnerable welcome. Vulnerable to you, right? Because like It's that, more like he's more in touch with his emotions. I want emotional maturity. I'm a cancer bitch. Like, emotional also, maturity is what I want. Let's make EQ something that's a desirable, not just IQ. Yeah. I mean, like, most women, I feel, I feel personally, like, the women I know and everything, they're like, you know... They like men who feel sad, who communicate with them when they're feeling sad because then they can work to find a solution. Mm-hmm. Whether they want this person to just listen or just find a problem or, you know, bitch with you. Yeah. It's all great. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with feeling insecure. At the end insecure. of the day, if you are trying to build some kind of relationship, you want to learn about that person. Yes, you want to know what makes them sad, what makes them happy, all of that. Yeah, and if being you know quiet about all of that is what you think is attractive um please let us tell you that no maybe to some women or to some people that might be attractive but it doesn't have to be 
if it if honestly if any man or woman hears this and they feel like yeah my type is people who don't show their emotions i want you to honestly like just sit back for a second imagine holding in all the emotions you've ever felt and not feeling like you can talk to anyone because people say you cannot even bottling up your emotions for after like one week you feel like it's going to blow up in your face yeah yeah you're going to feel like a meltdown happening mm-hmm. you honestly handle your emotions way better the good and the bad when you process them communicate them and feel them absolutely and there's so many ways to do that obviously you can write it out journal you can speak to someone you can i don't know cry it out I talk to myself sometimes about it. It might be crazy, but like sometimes hey, oh. I just need to hear the words mm-hmm. to realize whether I'm being unreasonable or whether, you know, like I'm validated. It's like, it's sometimes free. Crazy at all. I, I used to do that a lot when I was younger. Now I write it out, but I still sometimes speak to myself. It's just, I'm, I think I'm more around people these days. So I don't really have the privacy to do it. Yeah, I talk to my friends about it sometimes. Same. Uh, I do journal, but let's say sometimes like I just don't have the ability to do it. Like I'm driving or I'm supposed to be studying or something. And I just talk about it to myself. And it's just good. It feels like it's, it's coming cathartic. out. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, true to my cancer ass, I cry my, stri- my frustrations mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. because I'm just that frustrated. <laughs> um, yeah. And like the same blog post... Um, also kind of talked about how that a woman who makes the first move has somehow rejected her femininity or is doing it out of an insecurity that if she doesn't make the first move, no one will go after her. It's basically saying only ugly girls will go off, like will make the first move because... Oh, I hate that trope. I hate that I trope. hate that because, first of all, um, not to toot my own horn, but I know I'm not ugly. <laughs> And you wait, Azwi, you are a catch. Hear that boy is hit my D hit Shut my up. DMs up, Zoe.nj. <laughs> you can get this fine Sagittarius woman. <laughs> oh my god. Um again, I brought on a matchmaker and a co-host, apparently. <laughs> Um, so if anyone has matchmaking needs, hit up Zoe. Yes, yes, I have my very happy couples, I think. <laughs> I believe so. Mm, some success stories there. Um But yeah, it's just it's so problematic because now so masculine means that you're going to go after someone feminine means you are going to let someone else come to you which you know sounds all great and like queen like like let someone come to you but sometimes it's frustrating because someone else might be shy right yeah normalize going after what you want whether it's a person but also normalize consent if they say no walk away don't Don't try and push yeah and that's where I also feel like, you know, people play the game where it's just like, oh, a woman says no, that means she says yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like while there are some people who play this game, it's because of the stereotype that women have to be demure. Mm-hmm. And they cannot say no right away, all that shit. Yeah. And this always like takes me back to Tamil movies or Indian movies in general. Oh my god, every Bollywood movie. Ugh, Tamil movies are so bad. And they're getting better these days, especially I think Bollywood movies have gotten better on, in this front for the most part. And some movies are getting there. But we tend to do this thing where like the guy will go after the girl. The girl will say no. And then he'll go after her again. She will be seriously, not no like shy no or anything. She'll seriously be like, no, my family's not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. No. And he'll keep going after her, stand outside of school. Um, like walk behind her when she goes home from school. Which is basically stalking behavior. But we romanticize it 
so much. Tamil movies? Have you seen English movies where they romanticize the girl saying a flat, no, you're not my type. And it's just perpetuating the stereotype that if you try hard enough, you will change this girl's yeah, mind. But that's not how it works in real life. No, exactly. So instead of saying, oh, it's bad to, you know, ignore her consent or her, you know, not giving consent, we say persistence and perseverance. That's a virtue now. Boys, please do that. Okay, perseverance and pers- all that is good. In a certain, in a in, context. In, in a context, not when this person has the ability to say, nah, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Which then takes away the power from, you know, a whole fucking gender saying that, oh, your no does not mean no. Your you don't know what you want. Yeah. Let oh me show god. you what you want. Oh my <laughs> god, yeah. Like, who, why, why the fuck are you allowed to tell me what I want? <laughs> I love how this is going to be like a first date thing and we're just like, guys, don't think this way before a date. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, maybe we should have brought a guy on to do this. Maybe we'll do another version of this with we a guy We will, on. with a guy. That'd be fun. That'd be fun, because I think, yeah, we've come from a very feminine perspective and let out a lot of cooped up <laughs> emotions it's on like, this. fuck this shit. <laughs> Communication, <laughs> that is key. Yeah, and kind of sticking with the Asian sort of, um, I don't know, talk <laughs> perspective, um... Let's think about Asian heritages for a while, right? Like in Indian mythology and with the ideas of yin and yang, we celebrate the fact that, you know, there's masculine and feminine energies and that they exist within each individual, right? And why don't we... And it's all about achieving the balance between the two. Do you know why that change? Colonialism! (laughs) The damn colonizers came and ruined everything. As they do. But I mean, yeah, like... Oh, obviously there's a reason that happened and we can point fingers all we want, but it's also on us to change it back and to change the narrative again and to sort of figure out what works for us, not what works for everyone else and for the society. Yeah, but I understand why society hasn't grown. Like, when you realise India hasn't had its independence for not even a hundred years. Yeah, and we've had it for much less. Yeah, I think we've had it for about the same amount of time. Yeah, 60, 70, almost... We got it a bit later, but... Yeah, yeah. very similar time, though. It's just like, we're very young in our mindsets when we've been forced... Especially after being fucked up by... White people. (laughs) (laughs) I say, straight up, damn English people. Yeah, your ancestors. Yeah, I mean, like, I I feel like the Scots weren't that bad, but to be fair, there were Scots that owned slaves as well, so, you know, like, fuck that shit. I mean, so did Asians, let's be honest. Everyone owns slaves at one point or another. Fuck that shit. And we have slaves in um, the form of interns these days. Oh my god, I fucking hate it. I fucking hate that, but not today. Not today. Oh god, you almost got me started (laughs) on a rant. I've got someone who wants to talk about this, I think. So that'd be a fun episode, um, for sure. Um, Before we end, I think let's talk about something a bit more fun and a bit more... I don't know. I don't know if this is fun, but let's talk about chivalry for a bit. (laughs) Okay. Okay, maybe it's because of all the damn princess books I read as a kid. But it feels nice. Okay, to be fair, I don't even think it's that because I feel this way when anyone does it. Like when they open the door for me. I open I'm just, for people. I do it too. I'm just like for my friends, for strangers. I'm just like, sure, let me help you. And it's, it, it's nothing romantic. It's just like, oh, it's, it's polite. just... It's polite. I think that's what attracts me. Politeness. Yeah. Like being considerate, nice, polite. I hate people who are rude and I find like that's, that's the other thing. People make being rude their entire personality trait. Oh when you're standoffish God. because it's yeah, cool. cool. Yeah, being cool and being rude, very fine line. People. Honestly, that is like a first date no-no for me. Like, if they want to act like... If they want to be a bitch to the waiter, 
<laughs> or they want to act like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't give a shit in the world. I have, like, three other girls on my DMs. And she, I have known guys who said shit like that. Oh, <laughs> then please. please girls, please. too. I have girls no too. Just go for those people. Yeah. This is not my cup of tea. Um, I don't like people who are rude. I like nice people. I like nice boys. I know people say nice guys finish last. Fuck no. Nice guys can finish. <laughs> it took me like two, I was just like, is, is she actually doing it that way? And you gave me a little nod of your head. I just lost it. <laughs> guys can finish. Yeah, exactly. Don't fi- exactly. They finish last. Mm, they last. <laughs> they last. <laughs> Cause nice guys care. <laughs> now that's a turn on with one. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking dead. Woo. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Get it started. Turn my clothes off. off. Okay. <laughs> and with that the number, I think um, we can kind of um, stop here. It's been a long one. I'm actually proud of us. We actually kept it to just 45 minutes as of now. We did good. I'm proud of us. Woo. That was us high-fiving each other. I'm pretty sure no, it was me smacking Suba's ass. <laughs> Well, if you had to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> um, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's listened so it far. It means the world, for real. <laughs> and if you want to sponsor us, that would mean the universe. If you want to just send us chai, send us the vegan chai and like unsweetened oat milk and we will we will do stuff whatever you want. Okay, maybe not whatever. <laughs> to a reasonable extent, I will yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah, you, you can hit Zoe up, <laughs> zoe.mj on Instagram. Yeah, and send me your dating profiles for Suba. Tell me your time of birth as well as your birth date okay. and your, okay. we'll see where you're born. Okay, <laughs> thank you again for listening and as always, uh, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at the bullshit propaganda underscore podcast <laughs> um, with your suggestions for future episodes. Yes, tell us what you want from us, and then we can give you what you want, and it's a win-win situation. Yes, yes, and yes, and give us your feedback. Please keep them constructive if possible. Even if not, you, you can just say Zoe are- is hot. Zoe sounds hot. That's great too. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want to say, boost our engagement. So go yeah, for it. Yeah. <laughs> boost my ego too. My Leo is just thriving. It's just begging for some attention right now. <laughs> yeah, you can do that. So Zoe is hot should be trending. Yes, yeah, Zoe hot is hot. <laughs> Z O E I S H O T with a hashtag in front. Let's get that trending, people. Yeah, and with that, I think we're going to say goodbye. Au revoir. Sayonara. Bye. Bye.